This is Rhema for Today Radio. Now Jesus said to me in this vision that I was telling you about, He said, other than those special manifestations of the Spirit of God that happened occasionally through my ministry, the majority were healed on their own faith. Then, I, then in studying the Word of God, I, I proved it out. And then he said, those that you see that did not receive my teaching or preaching did not, did not receive their healing. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Teaching, though, Jesus said. Jesus said to me in that vision, he said, uh, I uh, uh, talked about other things, but he said, uh, pointed out that his ministry consisted of teaching, preaching, and healing in that order. And he said, other than the special manifestation like I was talking about. Now, now you understand this. Here's what I started to say to you. The same thing about salvation, the same thing true about healing and any other manifestation spirit. You see. Most folks are not saved the way that man was saved, are they? You very seldom see anything like that, do you? Most people are saved by hearing the word of God preached or taught, aren't they? And, and responding to it. But yet these other things do happen occasionally. Uh, you know, Saul of Tarsus in the ninth chapter of Acts was saved by manifestation of God's power and spirit. Remember Saul? Breathing out threatenings against the church. Got letters in his possession, giving him the authority to put in jail and in chains. Them that are in that way, as he approached the city of Damascus, suddenly they signed a light around about him, brighter than the noonday sun. And he fell to the earth and, and he heard a voice speaking to him, said, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, who art thou, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus whom thou persecute. He said, Lord. <laughs> See, Paul later on wrote to the Romans and said, if thou confess thy mouth, the Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Well, he knew right then that he is Lord and he is raised from the dead. So he said, what would thou have me to do? Lord, what would thou have me to do? And later on, we see Ananias going, laying hands on them, might receive his sight and be filled with the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Now, listen. You know, that may happen. I, I tell frequently about holding a meeting in February of 1952 over here in Oklahoma city in the old Capitol Hill Tabernacle and we were given the altar call. People coming to be saved. We send them to the prayer room to be saved and I put people in the same line, lay hands on to be filled with the Spirit and heal. And suddenly, five, find that old Tabernacle, there's five sections of seats. And, uh, you know, or we got four sections here, five sections of seats, folding doors in every aisle, uh, or that is swinging door. And suddenly, I saw swinging doors. There swing open and a young man come in. He didn't hear the message. He didn't hear the preaching. And he looked sort of wild-like, you know, more like maybe, you know, I don't know what the world's wrong with him, whether he's all, you know, doped up or what does the matter with him. I mean, he just looked wild. And he looked around a little bit, you know, just, just, just looking wild. And then came right down the aisle. The others were standing here who had come to be saved, and see, and they're singing, just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me. And he came down there and stood there, and I'm standing up, and he motioned me, and so I stooped over. And he said, hey, 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 preacher, preacher. See, he knew I was standing there giving the altar call because between, by the time he come in, they quit singing. I, and he stood there for a minute while I said, we're going to sing one more verse, you see. And he said, I, 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 I was walking down the street about two blocks away. And suddenly he said, you see, it was overcast, cloudy, February. And you couldn't see a star, see the moon. He said, I thought the clouds had parted and the moon was shining through. Because I saw this, but he said this light, about as big as the moon, came down and hung about three feet right over my head. Said like scared me to death. 
and he's looking wild, you know, like scared me to death, he said. And I didn't know what to do. I started to run, and then said it started moving. It moved ahead of me several feet, and about three feet higher than me. And I thought, well, I'm going to follow that. And he said it turned the corner, came down this block, turned the corner, turned down, and I just followed it, and it came in the front door of this church. And I just followed it in here. That's the reason he's looking so wild and funny like, you see. Looked like his hair almost stand up on his head. And he said, when I got inside and I heard him singing just as I am, he said, I have been to church, you know, years ago. I realized God's dealing with me. I, and he started crying and said, I want to be saved. I said, you've come to the right place. Now, now I don't know of anybody else that ever had an experience like that. They may have, may not, I don't know. In other words, what I'm saying to you, that's not the ordinary way. See, now, now, you see, you see, most people are saved. We're talking about doing the works of Jesus. Most people are saved by hearing the word of God taught and preached, aren't they? And responding to that call. Amen. As the spirit of God through the word would deal with their hearts. Now, the same way about healing, you see. Jesus said to me, now, other than these times when they were, there were these special, special movings of the spirit. You know, we studied here. I brought this out several times. It'll bear repetition that in the four Gospels, there are 19 cases of specific individuals being healed. Like, for instance, this man's one of them here. This, this man is the pool of Bethesda. Woman of the issue of blood's another. Now, you think there are more because several of the writers record the same story, but there are only 19 individual cases. 12 out of the 19, it talks about their faith. See, it doesn't say a word about this man's faith. That's what's so strange about it. When these gifts are in manifestation, like that sinner man, he didn't have faith. He didn't come. I don't know how come he would come to the church, but he sure didn't come expecting to be saved or anything. But God got a hold of him. Well, that fellow walking down the street, <laughs> he wasn't expected to be saved or anything, but, but God moved. Well, he's God. If he wants to, he can. He didn't have to ask me whether he could or not. Praise the Lord. Are you listening? But now that's not the, you, you see, the majority of the individuals, and I think you can learn something from it, that were healed under the ministry of Jesus were healed on their own faith. Twelve times out of 19, he said, daughter, your faith that made you whole. He said to the two blind men in, in this same ninth chapter, I told you to turn back there, that same ninth chapter at Matthew, those two blind men that followed him from Jairus' house, he said, when he touched their eyes, according to your faith, read the 27, 28, 29 verse, according to your faith, whose faith? Jesus' faith? No. The, the apostles' faith? No. The two blind men's faith. According to your faith, so be it done unto you. They were healed on their own faith and by their own faith, you see. Now, Jesus said to me in this vision that I was telling you about, he said, other than those special manifestations of the Spirit of God that happened occasionally through my ministry, the majority were healed on their own faith. Then, then in studying the Word of God, I, I proved it out. And then he said, those that you see that did not receive my teaching or preaching did not, did not receive their healing. Are you listening? All right, now then let's look at some scripture. Look again, first of all, to Luke's gospel again, the fifth chapter. Then we'll turn back to the sixth chapter of Mark. But look in Luke, the fifth chapter. And let's look again at that 15th verse. We've looked at it a number of times in these lessons. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him, and great multitudes came together for what purpose? For what purpose? To hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. 
Now notice, they didn't just come to be healed. Did you notice that? They came to hear and to be healed. That's why Jesus said to them, if I could get them to hear me, I could get them healed. If they didn't hear me, then I couldn't get them healed. Now listen, look into the sixth chapter of Luke's gospel and notice again the 17th verse. And he came down with them and stood in the plain and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came for what purpose? To hear him and to be healed of their diseases. I wanted you to notice how that he connects hearing and healing together. I want you to notice that. Now, why does he do that? Why does he connect hearing and healing together? Because faith comes by hearing. That's what the Bible said. Now notice again in the sixth chapter of Mark's gospel concerning the ministry of Jesus himself, the Lord Jesus Christ, in his hometown of Nazareth, that fifth verse of the sixth chapter of Mark. And he, that's Jesus, could there do no mighty work. Well, now, uh, remember the text over there in John 14, 12 said, the works that I do shall you do also. But here he could there do no mighty work. Save, or we would say but, or we would say however, he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Now, this is his ministry in the hometown of Nazareth. This is Jesus' ministry. Well, now, why is it that he could only get a few healed here and the few that did get healed here, as the Greek says, he laid his hands on a few folks with minor ailments. Didn't have much wrong with them because he couldn't get them to hear him. I said because he couldn't get them to hear him because they rejected what they heard. They rejected what they heard. Now, notice the sixth verse. And he marveled because of their unbelief. You see, if they had heard him, now you understand they may have been there, you know, listening with these two things, but that don't mean they let it get down inside or they really heard him. See, when we say heard him like this, you may hear somebody tell something. Well, you heard them tell him. You said, I know there's not a word of truth in that. I'm not going to accept it. Well, you didn't hear it then. That's what it means when they say hear. Are you listening? You didn't accept it. So if he's going to help them, he'll have to do something about their unbelief. What's he going to do? Well, the text said he went round about the villages teaching. Notice he immediately took up the ministry of teaching. Did you notice that? Immediately. Did you know when you're teaching, you're doing the works of Jesus? Glory to God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagen. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagen, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. 
You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, listen, we also have a magazine called the Word of Faith Magazine, and you can go to rhema.org and you can read it online. That's right. Or you can download it. You can also, at rhema.org, you can also access uh, Rhema Praise and archived uh, conferences that we've had. And then you can, if you want to, you can listen to the Rhema for Today, our radio podcast. podcast. That's right. Uh, Man, we also have a Roku. We have channel there. That's right. In fact, I think we were one of the first ministries to get a channel on Roku. 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 That's right. Maybe I'll say it right next time. (laughs) And, and you can also join us live on Sunday and Wednesday evening for our uh, Rama services right here in the Broken Arrow mm-hmm. campus yep. at rama.tv, 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. on Sunday. That's Central Time. That's right. And at 7 p.m. on Wednesday for Hour of Power. Mm-hmm. We invite you to, to, to do that. And, uh, you know, just thinking about it, you can download the Rama USA app, app. Uh-huh. on your, on your iPhone, smartphone. your smartphone, your iPhone, Android, uh, iPad, iPad, mini That's iPad, right. and right. then you can you can watch right there on that. Well, you know, there's we we what what we're trying to do is to use every avenue available to tell people about Jesus. That's what we're trying to do. And you know what? There's a lot of you that have become our partners. We call them work partners that helps us. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's next week here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. 